and welcome to For the Record, our bi-weekly show in which we take one recently released album and discuss it in depth. You can listen to us every other Thursday at 9.30 a.m. on BFF.fm or subscribe to the podcast at For the Record Podcast, all one word, dot com. This week we're talking about the debut album from a Montreal artist named Alexandra Levy, who records under the name Ada Lee, and it's called What We Say in Private. The first song is called Mercury. Ada Lee is a painter and a visual artist and also a musician. This is her first musical album. And she views those mediums as obviously very different modes of expression. But you can see that she isn't... I think this album reads as someone who's not exclusively a music musical artist because it's very experimental. There's some spoken word parts. There's some kind of weird sound compositions. And there's a lot going on. Yeah, I would describe it as dramatic and I think that can come across as kind of a backhanded compliment, but I don't intend it as such because I think that there is a feeling of a lot going on and a lot of emotion right out of the gate where uh, there are these sort of very actively moving forward, very propulsive uh, verses and these little interludes that are very initially very quiet but gradually become noisier and crazier so we came in i think after the first chorus and where the noise level really ramps up and where this song grabbed me Mm -hmm. on the first listen where and where we have these quiet pauses but they become less and less quiet they're slow but noisy and then there's this almost spacey chorus where the synths are bouncing back and forth and it's it's so expansive and the Chord changes aren't the most innovative, but they're they feel dramatic and they strike hard and they welcome you into this album in a big way. Yeah, I feel like this is probably the most 
poppy song on the record and so it draws you in and it's a little bit of a fake out yeah it's experimental but it does it's got a this really propulsive quality to it and it rocks quite a bit it reminds me a little of that sasami album Mm -hmm. that we did where there was this a lot of kind of dark emotion and this is also about kind of it's relationships that are very symmetric and very a lot of sadness there but with this propulsive again reminiscent of stereo lab kind of back synth beat that's just happening pushing you along into the song so the next song we'll play is called wild heart said in interviews that this album is about the breakup of an important romantic relationship and she spent 180 days journaling and sort of thinking about her feelings and then this album came out of of that experience and so it definitely has a narrative arc and I think that these handful of beginning songs are sort of uh, depictions of a relationship that is starting to fall apart. It is so overflowing with emotion and I think that's the watchword for the beginning of this album. And I think that while there are experimental touches, it gets going in a very poppy venue. That first one was very rock. This is, you know, kind of almost a sad breakup ballad. And that just the drama of kind of these synth strings over her very pretty, very vulnerable sounding voice where she's letting it crack a little bit as she pushes it up into these high registers and And it's really close mic'd like you feel like she's whispering into your ear yeah it has that whispery quality so it's it's high and powerful but you you get the sense that she she is holding back and yet the lyrics of you know long live the wild heart always groping for answers this feeling of restrained power and maybe yeah, holding yourself in and and not letting yourself be wise. And uh, I don't know how old she is, but th- th- like so many of the albums we talk about, you get the sense of someone who is young, but hitting a breakthrough of maturity and wisdom. And sometimes that comes through the pain of a breakup. And it's so pretty. And I was, I think, as I said, like this, this, these first two tracks now, they just, pulled me into the album in such a big way and made me very excited about the rest of the record and and we keep kind of promising that the your expectations are going to be subverted and it's coming real soon 
Yeah, and I think that the, this is the first introduction of what's almost a sound collage sort of style where she's working in these found elements and you can listen with headphones and hear all these little, like there was a little alarm bell in there. and Well, yeah, the, the, yeah between the, pre, the pre-chorus, or rather there's verse, pre-chorus, chorus, and during that pre-chorus, the, I say the verse and the chorus are very poppy and then this pre-chorus has, feels like bells and with acoustic guitar and then just other kind of just hammered elements it's sounds very chaotic and it it's a nice contrast with the prettiness of the rest of the song so the next song we'll play is called for real now not pretend so you want to dance alone you want to speak somehow you want your bed Self now you wanna breathe Well go ahead now you wanna take the step is where the rug gets pulled out from under us where this pretty poppy kind of keep your head up break up song like it'll be okay get out there and experience the world just turns into this descent into madness with these banging industrial sounds and this spooky arpeggiator and this today is going to be a good day sung in a way that says anything but it's fun and scary and it's almost trying too hard, but there, there's a sense of spontaneity and joy even in the alarming madness that we I, find her. I think what she's trying to capture with this record is the messiness of emotions that she was going through and that everyone kind of goes through during tumultuous periods in one's life. And I think she's done that really effectively because I think it's tough to make an experimental sounding record that's also very listenable and catchy. And she's made these almost kind of indie pop songs that have a lot of experimental elements and sound a little bit chaotic in parts. And there's some strange elements thrown in, but it coheres together and it sounds like an album. It's It has a consistent so- sound. Yeah, the, the poppy sections where she's feeling, you know, I, I feel like this is the right direction I want to go in. Okay, I'm trying to keep my head up. And then there's this feeling of chaos and then comes out of that with 
later in the song, there's more of this manic energy, but she still seems to be, okay, I'm going in this new direction and I have this manic energy. And then that kind of falls apart and she is interrogating her own uh, approach to life and it's unsettling, but somehow very listenable. And then she goes full on sort of experimental sound collage on some of these tracks, including the next one we'll play, which is called Just One Please. Uh, I was wondering, how much is this stuff? How much work? How much work? Does it entail? I'm just, I'm looking for a pet. Honey, I do find an easy pet. In the daytime, the sun creeps through my window and I draw them white and I read. long and it's this dialogue in a pet shop with all the ambient noises where she's buying just one dove is overlaid with the this doubled vocal where it sounds like she's tracked she's tracked her own vocals twice separately because they're a little bit off singing together and so it's like the just one please but then the two vocals which i thought was interesting and then she's just singing about reading in her bedroom and opening up the blind yeah the the these two elements stuck together and then what she's processed her voice so it ends up her normal voice and then this super low voice and then almost a child's voice all coming together and I'm not sure what it's supposed to mean but it, it it's very uh, affecting and th- I like the way the spoken word of oh an easy pet mm-hmm. kind of overlaps into the sung section so that yeah. they're they're not just put together but they're kind of mixing into each other and it's they don't quite fit but i i like her willingness i think a lot of these songs are pretty overwrought in a good way i like it i like like these songs that are big and crazy and complicated detail and this is just a little sketch Mm -hmm. and and i like it in the mix an entire album of this no but it's a it's a nice change of pace and a little palate cleanser right here towards the middle of the album. She originally envisioned this as two halves of like a, you know, A side and B side. And so this is a kind of a nice conclusion to the A side before we go on to the next track, which is called What Makes Me Sad.
the first appearance of horns, which don't have a prominent place on the album, but it gives it a very different sound and a just feels to me, there's something about the way the horns are processed at the start of what we heard there, balanced against that kind of synth bells that we heard at the end that makes it feel, I, I, just, I, I got this vibe of this kind of evil circus music mm-hmm. it feels yeah, very like, off kilter it's and, a little pitch shifted and yeah it's scary yeah it's kind of the the i i think it's it sounds a little like when your a music box is winding down and it's not quite playing right yeah and appropriate for a song about what seems to be a relationship winding down of i have these good moments and then you ring them out like someone who's just a para, a parasite emotionally it's very sad <laughs> But she's finding anger, you know, finding power and anger at this. And uh, like all good breakup songs, you feel like maybe there's hope at the end, even though it is it is spooky for sure. Yeah, so many of the detail. This this album is so worked over, and I mean that in a good way. There's a lot of attention to detail, and you can tell she's put a lot of thought into how everything sounds, and every sound that's layered on is intentional. And the there are so many of the sounds, as you noted, the saxophones, and just a lot of the musical touches are just pitch shifted or like um, slowed down or sped up a little bit. It, it just enough to sort of keep you off kilter. So a lot of these songs are sort of um, they have a clear melodic pop structure but then there's this undertone that's very strange and it just keeps it's unsettling yeah it's a this surreal dreamlike veil that's kind of that's cast over everything and it takes what some even some of the songs like i think the song is on some level fairly poppy but it it doesn't sound that way with all these effects on it so the next song we will play is called yanking the pearls off around my neck Sun and moon are disparate things And we fought for each one in turns At different moments and in varying degrees But soon, soon, soon I can be my own girl again The intimacy of that song is so powerful. You can really just hear every breath and her her fingers on the strings of the acoustic guitar. It's just really close and you really feel like she's in the room sort of pouring out her heart to you. Yeah, it's such a different style where we've had these very poppy songs and very experimental songs. And here it feels almost like a jazzy old school chanteuse 
But then with these bird chirps and the sa- what sounds like a little girl going eh, in the distance. And so there's a certain amount of spookiness from the production, even as the song itself is almost this very retro take. And then structurally, it's not a traditional pop song. It's just a s- series of vignettes. There's not any sort of repeated chorus. And the emphasis of different lines doesn't follow any sort of pattern. It's just, it's very, it's prose rather than poetry. Mm-hmm. And it, it's an interesting addition to the album. And it, it, I also like that it really captures that feeling of coming out of a relationship and being sad, but then realizing like, oh, I can be myself again and I can be rid of this person who is causing me a lot of pain. And y- you yeah, know, that, that image of yanking the pearls off around my neck, like I'm going to be dancing in the park. And yeah. dancing has a lot of image, is a prominent image throughout this record and she keeps coming back to seeing someone dancing or she's dancing and clearly the music and the dancing are intertwined in her mind as an artist yeah and this song yeah it so quickly takes that journey from self-doubt to embracing that power and joy and we'll play i think next one of the another of the kind of popular songs it's called the dancer of the record we get a lot more sense of recognizing what was wrong with the relationship and feeling a pull towards moving on and it's very I feel like if I was going through a difficult breakup this would be a very reassuring record to listen to because you can hear her transform over the course of the record in this very intimate way where she's letting go and moving on and becoming a sort of new person. And it's really uplifting. Yeah, she acknowledges doubt in herself and feelings of duality of, am I a good person or a bad person? Was this relationship my, was this breakup your fault or my fault? And she's able to get past that doubt and that uncertainty and uh, on some level like well whatever it is i i know i have the strength to move on into the future and this vision of herself as the dancer and dancing with someone in love and dancing out of someone's life and being strong in both directions yeah 
And 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 the next song that we'll play is the penultimate track, and it's called 180 Days, and it sort of sets up, as I said at the beginning, the fact that this was 180 days of journaling after this breakup, and the fact that it's the penultimate track is kind of, I think, well-placed, and that this is where it sort of all comes together, and then she moves on. I want the days to go by Half the year to be precise I wanna spend all my time Keeping track of cycles of moon and sky Smash your head on such a charming clawing at wisdom and it has so many different sounds combined i like that that section we heard is the first verse although it's structured in such a way that verse chorus loses some amount of meaning but anyway when we enter the song it's this quiet very almost acoustic kind of sound to it and then there's these crazy super artificial sounding arpeggios and synth spookiness opening up. And so it's, there's this quick alternation between, Oh, I'm kind of feeling inside. I'm feeling my feelings inside. I'm opening up to the world. I'm feeling inside. I'm opening up to the world and working through things intensely. And then going from that, I said this kind of almost acoustic sounding to very artificial with these glitchy synths that sound almost broken and it's a weird place to go because it seems so kind of hopeful and then the hope gets complicated i think that overall this is a really excellent execution of what i think her intent was which was to take a lot of messy and complicated feelings and put them together in a way that is a coherent statement of a period a 180 day period in her life which had a lot of messy feelings and a lot of self-reflection and 
chaos emotionally, but which sounds like a coherent narrative musically. Like it, it all sounds like these songs go together. There's a story that's told. They all sound consistent, but not in a way that's samey. I feel like this is a really well executed piece of music. Yeah, it's a remarkable introduction to this artist and that someone can combine artiness, you know, that that can seem so forced, that can seem so artificial and make it work as a pop album, make it work as something that's fun to listen to even as it's delving into all these emotions and doing it in a way that's um, th- that isn't relying on pop song structures, that's using such strange sounds, it works so well, and it, it was just a wonderful surprise that I think I'd never heard of this album. I didn't know it was coming out, and then it came out, and you know, heard a little bit of it, and thought I want to listen to more of that. Yeah, and you know, knowing that she's a visual artist as well, it makes me want to seek out some of her visual art and see what she's doing that might be along some of these similar themes. For sure. So we're going to go out with the last track, which is called Easy, which is a great way to exit this sort of tumultuous period. And we've been discussing Ada Lee's What We Say in Private, and you've been listening to For the Record. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>